In for the Night is a podcast that discusses movies, random topics, and gives you an excuse to just stay in for the night. I was giving you finger guns and you didn't even see it. I did see it, but she's been giving me the stink eye all day. So everybody take like three shots because the dogs are annoying. Don't be mean. I'll give you a few minutes to take. like. Yeah, we'll we'll pause. We'll give you all three seconds. Dead silence. Did you take three shots? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those are quick three shots. <laughs> back to back. Ooh, did you, what is that thing called where you have a beer and you shotgun a beer? Mm-hmm. Did you shotgun a beer in those three seconds? Can you well, do that? Well, it's supposed to be shots. You said I mean, shot. Now you're saying shotgun. Sh- so which one is it? Your choice. Oh, now you're giving them a choice. Have you just told them to take three shots? I mean, you can take three shots of beer. That's a lot of beers. Little beer. Oh, like I think you're talking about like beer. shotgun a full beer in three seconds. That would be impossible. I mean, three full beers in three seconds. That's so impossible. one a beer a second. Yeah, that's impossible. How like about a white someone cloth? does that? It's the same white. No, that's even no. Uh, hello. Hi. Hola. I'm sleepy. You and me both. It's been a. I had a. I had a. So I transferred finally. Woo! Mm. So I'm alone a lot, and it's wonderful. Yeah, working day shift, so it was like six thirty to three, and day shift that I just do not get along. As he yawns. Yeah. But my name is Katie. What's yours? G Dogarino. Not spelling that, dude. Bam. I try to like update your name every time we have a new episode, and I just switch back between G Dog and Lur. I'm not trying to spell G Dog Arino. That's easy. G Dog Arino. R E N O. At the dog, obviously. Is dog spelled like D O G or D A W G? D A W G. Come on now. It's not D O G. So D A W G. R E N O. Dog Reno. Dog Reno. Not dog areno. Uh, so Reno a, a in, in between. There you go. We just spelled it. Bam. Welcome to your Dog-a-reno. spelling lesson today, guys. <laughs> Not only do you learn geography in this lesson, but you also learn how to spell incorrectly. Yeah. Incorrectly. <laughs> Aren't we on our shit? We're not. Oh, well, I was trying to be like optimistic. Thanks for ruining that. You pessimist. Pessimist? Pessimist. So I'm a pest. Yeah. It's a pessimist. Pessimist. It's like when that lady said Ambalam. And like when you said manager special. That's not. I said it perfectly fine. I just had a moment. Had a moment? A very weak moment. And that's been your only one. So congrats. You have many. Multiple times a day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the whole point of me, you know, keeping you on your toes, you know. Right. So um, th- I'm going to be on a soapbox for a second. Oh, here we go. Uh, my sister rescues dogs like she'll go. She goes on walks and then she'll randomly find dogs and on the side of the road. And now she found five more puppies. <laughs> this has been like an every month or every other week thing that she finds animals. Like stranded. just abandoned puppies like babies. Puppies. That's how we got Arrow. He's a reject. He's he was one of the ones that she had found left out. And eight other his brothers and sisters, and we took him in. And now she found, and she's been posting them like she finds so them every single. She other had week. four originally. She named them all, and then she found five today. So she's nine foster animals plus her two own. So she has eleven dogs in her house that right is now. Insane. 
That's a lot of animals. Like, I have problems with these three dogs. Yeah, because you don't like dogs. But your sister obviously likes dogs. So Yeah. She has, like, I would rescue the dogs, but I just would not be happy. You're never happy. Anyway, so. don't be a shitty person. If you, like, just bring them to the pound or something and be like, yo, drop them off. Nobody cares. They're not Or gonna... just get your animals neutered. Or do that. Stop Instead having... of, like, instead of letting them, you know. There are programs. There uh, are literal programs where you do not have to pay for them to get spayed or neutered. If you are in, like, a certain zip, zip code or something, mm-hmm. that's how I got, I think, Gordon neutered. Spayed? Neutered? I don't know. I can never remember which it's one's which. Ne- no, spayed. Spade for a boy? That's no, girl. Neutered. 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 You're <laughs> we, welcome, people. <laughs> we sound stupid. I sound stupid. Let's correct that. No, I sound stupid. So, um, take a shot. Lala's here. Um, so, I got him neutered and I put my zip code down and I lived in a poor section of town. So, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, it's free. But I already paid online. So, I was like, fuck it. Just oh, donate that it. Sucks. And so, after I donated like that $40, I consistently get like San Antonio, like Humane Society. Wait, it was only forty dollars to get them neutered. Yeah. Wow. I know, and we I don't paid know. like one hundred and fifty or something. Two hundred total. Well, I think there was other stuff. Like I think he got shots and shit too, and I had added some things on there because he was getting under. So I added like an ear cleaning and some other stuff. But anyway, I think it was like two hundred or something like that. Almost three. That's really expensive, and these dogs are expensive. Like Fifi got her shots. She's all better now, so she's not limping anymore, and she has a clean bill of health. Yeah, they and, uh, basically, I guess, what lasered out the the liquid that was in her knee or something like that. You said? No, I have no idea. You told me what it was like did. a red. He said red laser, and it's supposed to add, like be like ultrasound to make it feel better, but I, I, it doesn't laser the liquid out. It oh, just oh well makes it feel better. I just I don't understand how it works, but. They did that to her, and so she got, like, a fancy spa day. Or is it a paw day? Paw day. <laughs> um, but anyway, so. lot of. Don't abandon your dogs. Rescued animals that need to be rescued out there. So I kind of, I wouldn't say I, like, don't like a person or hate a person that pays ridiculous amount of money to buy dogs. I mean, there are so to each many. their own, but there's so many dogs that need to be rescued out there. Well, animals in general, cats, dogs, mainly cats. So if dogs. you ever are wanting a pet, go to the your local humane society. They have a lot of animals that have a lot of love. Yeah. I saw this article about this one dog who was in the pound for 720 days. And it's a happy puppy, but it has to be by himself. Like He doesn't do well with other animals, which is totally fine. That doesn't mean he's going to attack anybody. Mm-hmm. But... Anyway, just give a puppy a chance. Yeah, I've been, I don't know how I started to end up seeing a bunch of these posts on Instagram, but it's like a bunch of animals that they find stranded. They're like super skinny and they take them in and get them cleaned up and feed them and then they end up fostering them. And it's like, no matter, like these dogs are like abandoned or abused or beaten or whatever the case is. Like a lot of them, they were like had chunks missing out of them and they're just the happiest dogs they're just so sweet they're like playful still i mean once they got used to being around a human again or trusting again like they would be playful they would like want to like start wagging their tail again they just wanted loves it's crazy how dogs can be uh what not forgetful but uh forgiving yeah it's really insane how they can be forgiving even lala i mean lala is a scared puppy still she doesn't like 
loud noises or anything. Yeah. But she's happy and she's the gentlest dog in existence. She is. And now she's next to mom wanting pets. So take a shot again. Jesus, you guys are going to be wasted. Yeah, they're going to be hammered only eight minutes in. So Jeez. But yeah, that's our sad part of the show. Just... So adopt. Adopt, please, people. That's our point we're trying to get across. There's so many sweet dogs that are in the pound that just need and to be rescued. Or have, even foster. Foster them and see if you like the dog. Because you, you can test them out like a mm-hmm. t- testing out a car kind of thing. Just bring them home. Yeah. Test them out for, I think, that you, they give you 72 hours to mm-hmm. hang out with them and see if it's a right fit. Um, and if it's not a right fit, then you bring it back and just try a different dog. Maybe something else will mm-hmm. work for well, you. Fostering right. helps, too. We would foster ourselves, but, but we, we, have have, we have too many animals, as it, and we have cats. And if we did have cats, then I would probably still try to foster and just see how the dog would acclimate with them. And I'm sure there would be one that would get along with them because they get along with dogs very well. Um, but we just, it's the cats parts. So I just don't want to bring another foster cat. dog in here. I'm a cat person. So we're going to have cats. So get over it. We have cats. I know. Oh, you're saying, oh, I'm not saying get rid of the cats. Um, but anywho, Gordon would be devastated. What? If we got rid of him. No, he wouldn't. I'm probably, he probably wouldn't care. He would care. He's my baby. So I don't think they would care. Like I saw one, his dog was like abandoned. Like the, the owner dropped him off at the pound and the dog was just like waiting by the door. sad. That hurts. Expecting them to come back and they never did. And it was like dogs have feelings too. I don't know if they would be like that. If we just like left them somewhere and just never came back. Whenever we bring them to our dog sitter, they're just like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll like, run bye, bitches. And mm. we come back, they're super excited, but it's like, they don't seem like they're sad at all. We take good care of them. Just like when I was gone for a week, they didn't seem like they were sad. No, but they tormented me. And you know what? They shit inside. No, Arrow shit inside. Fifi barfed everywhere. And then one of them, which I think was Arrow, tore up my shoe. My favorite slippers. Mm-hmm. So I, they weren't sad. They were pissed off. And they're taking it out on me because I was the that one that. That might be true. And then Lala's like, I have no idea what the fuck is happening. And she's over here just wanting... I've been giving you love all day. Anywho. Okay. Um, how was your week? Uh, Great? All right. Fantastic. <laughs> it's like I, <laughs> I worked. It worked out. Uh, oh, I have my angiogram on Tuesday, which has been set up. And so I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I hope I don't have to stay in the hospital. Hopital. 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 Well, we'll see. I hope not, because I don't want to stay. I really don't, because then what am I going to do? I'm going to be sitting there, and I'm going to be You're going to be reading your book on your phone like you always do. Maybe. Exactly. Okay, but that's it. That's my week. I didn't do much. We're looking into buying a house in Dallas soon, so hopefully we can get that started and squared away. And I'm like, I fell in love with the house, and of course, a day later, it's gone. Yep. That's what happened. It had a literal atrium in the middle of the fucking house. You know I told I, you we should have tried at least. Told Susie, hey, oh, sorry. Um, There's a million Susies out that's there. That's true. Uh, if you're told listening a to this, to like freaking like see the she options, probably would love the what is it publicity so that she can build her client base. So I don't really think she would care. Maybe, maybe not. She, she wants us to re- like give her references, be a referral. Yeah. So anyway, if you are looking for a realtor in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, let us know, and we will hook you up with the best realtor ever named Susie. We won't give her a last name because I can't remember. I can, but I'm not going to give it out. But <laughs> anywho, um, yeah, so let's uh, rock it out with our, you know, 
cock-a-doodle-doos out. All right. I'm like slowly bringing it over. Do not make that sound. You can hear it. I hate you. I know. Okay. So. I was like, what are you doing? I was pretending to read it, but you didn't even pay attention, so it doesn't even matter. I was matter. paying attention. Supernatural. Oh, also, sorry, folks. I think in the last episode when we were quoting this one, we said daybreak. It's actually day shift. Mm-hmm. I, I fixed the name on it on the episode guide thing, but just I, we apologize. I'm not going to go fix it. I'm, yeah, that uh, if y'all were looking for it, that was I kept saying day sh- day break. break for some reason because I think there's another movie called there's, called, there's a TV show called Day Breakers where they it's a zombie apocalypse with adults and the kids are in the mall. Oh, that's it's a really that, good TV show, yeah, but that's, that's not we what we're saw. watching. Yeah, so it's Day Shift. My apologize on uh, uh, Netflix, but you had one job. I did, and I fucked it up. You did. Uh, so let's see. Day shift, twenty twenty two, almost two hours, but it was definitely I liked the two hours. Um, so we have a six point one out of ten on IMD wow. Bizzle. I know, right? Fucking haters. Fifty seven percent on Rotten Potatoes. Are you serious? And fifty one percent on Metacritic. Wow. So like, damn near all the same on those three. What about Google? But eighty percent on Google. I don't know, it's always I like that. If IMD Bizzle and the rest of them are low, Google's high. If those are high, Google's low. It's like so. I think it's. I think what it has to do is it has to do with the generations who are grading it because Rotten Potatoes, I think, is an older generation, mm-hmm. and so they have different tastes. Whereas the younger generation, which is Google users, they are. And plus, they probably like vampires. Everybody does. Well, obviously not those. The IMD Bizzle. My mom's afraid of vampires. She told me, don't bring up vampires. I don't want to watch about vampires. I can't about vampires. They give me nightmares. And I'm like, okay. Well, your daughter wants to be one, so. I wouldn't tell her. And same. I'd be like Seth. Seth, yeah. (laughs) Um, So we have Synopsi. Penis, peni. A hardworking dad out to provide for his daughter uses a boring pool cleaning job as a front for his real gig hunting and killing vampires initial release august 12 2022 director jj perry uh senior sin cinematography toby oliver <laughs> and blah 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 so we got jamie fox as bud Jab- jablonski megan good as jocelyn jablonski then we got carla souza as audrey uh, Dave Franco as Seth, Snoop Dogg as Big John Elliot, <laughs> Natasha Lou Bardizzo as Heather, and then Steve Howie. If y'all know him, if y'all recognize that name, he is from Shameless, yeah. the guy uh, dating a like younger black chick, um, and he was Mike Nazarena, Na- Nazar, whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I. Just gonna start out. I fucking love this movie. I just like vampire movies from the very beginning. It was just like action, bam. So I enjoyed it. Okay. So I hope y'all did too. Moving on to the topic. <laughs> yeah. What is your score? <laughs> uh, yep. Score is a uh, twenty. <laughs> All right. Now let's get into it. Um, so first, we are getting into the movie. The dogs are on, sitting on Ty's lap, and it's going. And the song Cal like. I can't. I don't know the tune of it. California it has it has weird vibey song that 
it says California in it. I don't know the name of it. It's probably called California. Probably, yeah. It's not Hotel California, but it's like California. Like, Mm -hmm. anyway. And on the bottom of the screen, it's, I think it said like Los Angeles or the Valley, California or Los Angeles, California, because it's near Hollywood. And Ty looks at the TV and he's like, are we in California? And I'm like... I didn't see all that. Because you was, were distracted by the animals. Yeah, I was trying to get them to freaking sit down. So that just made me laugh because I'm sitting here and I was I like. I just saw the palm trees and I was like, this must be either California or it's Florida. And I was like, it doesn't look like Florida, so it has to be California. And I was right without even seeing it. Look at me. I know my geographicals. Been... No, you don't. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's my be 15. honest. Hey, I got California out of one of them. Or out of, that was one of my Did 15. You? Yes. Obviously, I would get California. <laughs> California, I told you, Texas, Florida, Mississippi, Louisiana. I got those. I told you, what was it, the last episode where they were saying obviously is a, a dick. Rude. Yeah, really super rude. Obviously. Obviously. Well, yeah. 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 That's rude, too. Well, duh. That's rude, too. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we have an old-ass truck in Cali. That's what I put as the top thing. And I was like, okay, usually you see fancy cars, but obviously we have to have... Well, um, apparently he's broke in this. So. Broke as a joke. But he, it is very smart of him to have an old older truck because it's not made out of plexiglass. Yeah. So it, it can handle its own. It did. He mm-hmm. had zero bullet holes in that whole vehicle. Uh, it would definitely get bullet holes in it. I, it deflected it. I swear to God he sprayed something on that to make it bulletproof wait is that something can you spray something on your vehicle to make it bulletproof i don't think so this is in the movies it should be so when we enter he is cleaning out a pool and pulls out a rodent of some sort i think yeah, it's a weasel. it was a possum it was not a possum uh yeah. it was a weasel no it's not a... oh that's the one that looks like the rats but right bigger possums are the rat it's not looking. a weasel but they have a name too i can't i saw them all the time in south texas it was uh, like a big rat. Mongoose. No. Anyway. Okay, I got to look it up while you're talking. Um, so what I found was really cool is as soon as somebody leaves or something, he grabs his toolbox and then he pushes like a couple buttons on the side and he pulls out a, a hidden thing, hunting compartment on the box. And that's where all his weapons are because he can't just walk around California, including California, who hates guns, who if you talk about guns, they get real uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> sorry, I that I, I was talking about how we were going to get Ty and was it an AK forty seven or something, and my the people got really upset. So I apologize if you were one of those people, but we got guns. Mm, um, this one here, uh, they have a picture of it, but they don't have the show name. Show me. It was that's that a thing. possum. It was that thing though. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Okay, it had... this was not a main part of it. It was a weasel. It, it was, was a, a ferret. It was a ferret. It's not a ferret. Hold on. There should be a picture of it, of here. A shoe. Yeah. Opossum. Opossum. That's what I said, right? O is, o is silent. Opossum. Opossum. That was that scary looking fucking thing. Sure. I don't think it was a possum. It anyway. Was. So this is when he breaks into a house and he's looking around and this little old lady's like, what are you doing in my house? You know what? That old ass lady is a badass bitch because she is. is agile as fuck. I like how a lot of these vampires in this movie, they were able to like bend like contortionists. 
Men and women. Both. And they all instantly learned karate. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were beasts. They really... I like how you're emphasizing every single syllable of every single word that's bigger than one syllable. Bigger. <laughs> so he has a little tool he's brought a few times into this movie and it he attaches it to a wall or an entryway and it's really like a clothesline except it chops off people's fucking heads. yeah it's a thin very thin fine uh silver wire right mm-hmm. he said it was silver wire and so you if they run at you and they don't really see it they're gonna get their heads chopped chopped chop chop that's badass. So it is. Um, so she he shot the old woman. She came back. She's agile as fuck. Um, what's really cool is during this fight, we look through a mirror and you can't see her. Her clothes are just moving. Her clothes are just without moving. Her. And she's kicking Jamie Foxx ass. Pretty fucking cool. And so this tiny little old lady is just beating the shit out of Jamie Foxx, whose name is Bud. Um, and so at the end, he takes her tooth out. And then this other younger vampire runs at him and he gets in the hallway and gets his head chopped off by his like little tool. Because apparently in this movie, if they chop, if you chop off the head, they can still survive. So he has to shoot him in the heart, too, or because his bullets that he had had wood in them. He'll shoot him in the heart or he'll stake him, obviously. So, yeah. So but I liked about this movie is that when there's not just one type of vampire, there's different types and I feel that is actually very possible. Yeah, 100%. Whereas, oh, there's this Uber ones where you can cut, cut off their head and you, they can put it back together. And there's the juvenile ones and the zombie ones. and The, the Uber ones. Oh, yeah, Uber. You and then South and Eastern ones. And so that kind of just really, I don't know the word for it. I don't want to say emanates. That doesn't sound right. But anyway, that stuck with me because I'm thinking it's different cultures so different vampires vampires different cultures and that's how they decipher them but they all have different fangs which was really cool too Mm -hmm. so and then so he took the fangs of both of those vampires and he brought it to this pawn shop where he trades them in so i don't know why this was started what bringing fangs in to get money for them how they're so valuable I i don't i don't understand that yeah, it's true. I don't understand that either. So that's the only part I had questions I about. I guess it's just, I mean, I guess it's kind of like, because uh, people wear him as jewelry, I think. Because like, he had one around his neck. Well, uh, I mean, he could have just done it because people wear shark teeth and those are not worth shit. Yeah, it's a fucking shark. These are vampires. It's a little different. I mean, sharks have a lot of teeth and they eat people. Yeah, but the vampires, if you basically, if, apparently from what they said, if you take their teeth out, they can't like live. They die. I don't think sharks can regenerate their teeth either. Yeah, they can. Oh, I don't know. I don't know shit about fucking sharks. They can. I did not watch Shark Week. I did. Um, so then we kind of break away from uh, Bud, and we go to this lady who has uh, an umbrella, and she's talking to a guy who's laying beneath. Yeah, uh, like a great handcuffed yeah. with sunlight on him. And so they're going to bury him in cement. So he's going to live in the cement for until they dig them up. Hundred years, she said. And then we're gonna dig you up and show you what happened. But now they're um, gonna forget about him. Well, never mind. I can't say that yet. Um. And so, <laughs> poor, poor guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this is something that I I put on the side. So burying somebody that that's the ultimate way to hide a body. 
because once a building's built, they're not going to take down the entire building just to... And then go into the foundation. Right. They're not going to do it. So if you have the opportunity and you need to hide a body, not that I'm telling you how to do shit, but if you need to hide a body, well, you that's have probably... To build something. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying you could have it or go hide it at a company and just kind of cover it up with shit. And then... There some... was some movie we were watching that they were doing that. Like, I think the guy was looking for his daughter or or wife and they were like basically putting up a bunch of properties and they had people like at the bottom of these big ass ditches that they were filling with freaking cement. Oh, poltergeist. I don't think it was poltergeist. Maybe. I don't know. Cause that was the one with where like the chair kept on moving and they were barren. I don't think it was a poltergeist movie, but it, yeah, it's crazy. It's coming up again. Maybe it's meant to be. In Grey's Anatomy, uh, at one of the hospitals, they were digging and they found a burial ground. That's scary. At the hospital? Well, I mean, they were digging out to build a new building for like it was a research center yeah. or something. And they found a, <laughs> a burial ground there. I don't think they should build on that. I don't think they should. There we go. Now it's louder. Yeah. And you keep on scratching your head and turning away. Talk into the mic. I I'm just helping you out, bro. Stick out your baby tongue at me. <laughs> um, so then they buried the body. And so we learned that the lady's name is Audrey. I, I guess super vampire name, I guess. I don't fucking know. Well, she's not going to have some like freaking, I don't know, scary vampire like, name. On like Queen of the Damned, uh, the aunt to the main character, the lady, the girl, her name was Maharet. And I found that the most vampire name ever. Yeah, but then that's obvious. They probably had that. Maybe she had like a vampire name because she's obviously an elder. So like, but to be in the New Times 2022 in the movie and then also be a realtor, she can't have Maharet. Maharet. Whatever. She has to have something normal like Audrey or Katie I or Heather. Boring names. Or Jasmine. I can show you the world. Or stripper names like Crystal. Chocolate. Drizzle. <laughs> chocolate Drizzle. That's so It's gross. like twins, chocolate drizzle. If your name is Drizzle, that just makes me feel like you have some sort of STD. They they might. They hundred percent might. Chocolate drizzle. Chocolate drizzle. <laughs> Okay, as I gag and kill myself. <laughs> so then we meet Bud's ex-wife. Uh, her name is Jocelyn. Megan Good. He said Megan Fox, and I was looking at her, and I... Megan Fox, Megan Good. I, 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 that was not Megan Fox. I was so, I, I, Where's Machine Gun Kelly? No. No, I don't think they're together anymore. Apparently, he cheated on her. <laughs> Obviously, he's... <sighs> At least last I saw pop up on whatever news feed I was on. I don't know. People, like, just be happy. But don't cheat on your significant other just because you can. Doesn't mean you should. Um, so he drops off his daughter. Daughter's super happy. Loves his, her dad. Uh, but the wife is trying to fix up the, the house. You say wife. They're his ex-wife. Ex-wife, wife. Same thing. No. Clearly it's not. Oh, okay. Um. Why are you licking my shoe? Do not eat my shoe. Um, oh, my God. Why are you so needy, Fifi? Take another shot, people. Anyway, so we meet his ex-wife, and she is fixing up the house 
because she's planning on selling it and possibly moving to Florida. And then this is where the plot kind of comes to fruition because now Bud is against the clock. He has a week to come up with like $10,000, 10K. 10K. Or else she's going to be moving because he has to. They have to pay the tuition for their school as well as get which the girl 5K braces and then get braces, which, which she is got the doctor down of forty eight hundred, something like that. Yeah, and so, but I, I'm sitting here. Braces aren't a life or death situation. That's like down the road. Yeah, like maybe the school is a main thing. School is a main thing. I don't understand why. Oh my god, she has to have braces. I mean, my teeth were crooked as fuck, and I didn't get braces. I got Invisalign last year. Well, I think that was just Megan Good being pissed off because, for one, uh, Bud's been lying to her for however long, and plus she's an ex-wife, so she was just being mean to him. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So then we have a question that you asked. And we, I told you this is a good conversation on the podcast instead of talking to me about it during the movie. I can talk to you about it during the movie if I damn well please, ma'am. You get sassy. I'm sassaroony. <laughs> Ooh, that's my new name next time. Sassaroony. Sassarino. Sassarino. I, I like that one better. Um, do vamps? Do vampires get burned with sunlight? Any sunlight or direct? It has to be direct. I think it has to be direct. I think so, too, because the kids that were playing those video games in the hive house. But I don't know if they were vampires, though. They were all vampires. Because they never, like, turned. They were babies. I think they were, like, their minions, the Maybe. vampire minions. But well, those kids got shot the fuck up. Yeah, they did. Well, he told them not to do it, so. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, don't do it. All right. He did it. Uh, so yeah, I think it has to be direct in this movie specifically. I feel that Edward Cullen, he just glitters. He does glitter. So. Yeah, they don't burn. Maybe it's because their skin is made out of like some type of glass. Diamonds. Because like, even they, even when they like killed a, in that movie, when they killed another vampire, it sounded like, like glass breaking and then they would right. turn into like stone. It looked like. Yeah. So I think they're part of. I think that's why they can walk in the daylight, which is pretty fucking cool. So, would you rather be these type of vampires or Edward Colony? I think I'd rather be Edward Colony vampire because you can walk in the daylight without having any sunscreen, a ring. Because in in Vampire Diaries, that they have a wear, it's like a sun. What is it? Sun walking ring or some shit? Like it's a blessed, I guess you can say. Um, is it blessed so. by a rabbi? Probably. So it's kosher. Kosher? What is that? Nothing. Okay. Are you trying to do a joke? Yes, and you suck because you don't know stuff. (laughs) So we were at a store. uh, We were at a barbecue place, and I was filling out the receipt, and this... Oh, this lady came up and she was kind of bitching at the wait staff about, oh, I had to wait 25 minutes for a beer. Okay. And she was like, it was not even five minutes when it was on my register. And I'm mm-hmm. like, calm down. Um, and so I wrote on the receipt, uh, your awesome sauce, because at a barbecue place, they have a lot of sauces. And he didn't get it. And that made me didn't, sad. I did not. I thought it was funny. Well, babe, sometimes you're hilarious, but sometimes not. <sighs> okay. So this is when... Uh, Bud brings the teeth to the pawn shop and he's trying to get as much money as he can. But 
it's not as much as he thought it was going to be. He thought it was an elder, but it wasn't an elder. She was old, yes, but she wasn't quite an elder yet. And so he was only going to get, what is it, like $2,000 for no, her. 800 800 for the young guy, 2000 for the old lady. Oh, yeah. And so um, he was like, that's not enough. It's supposed to be like more. And so it didn't pan out. So he sold his gun that he loved called Snake Eyes. And then he sold the younger vamp's teeth. And he sold his shoes. And he sold his shoes. And I think he got like 1500 or something. And so this is when we go to the union. Yeah, he. That's this when we meet okay. Snoop Dogg. <clears throat> but first, we get cut to Audrey. And she's going to the old lady's house that Bud killed earlier. <laughs> and she's dead. So Audrey. Dead, dead. Is my precious and <laughs> <laughs> okay, Smeagol. <laughs> that's what she said, my precious. Well, like, she didn't say it like that. Yes, she, said she it in did. Spanish, first of all, because it came out with the subtitle at the bottom. But the way the subtitles were was like red and blood, yeah, and it, it kind of wiped cool. on. It was pretty badass on that part. Uh, so now she, they smell. This is uh, during the fight. Uh, Bud got stabbed by glass and he pulled it out. And so and he left it there. Like he left idiot. it. Uh, he left it there. And so now they have his scent. And so now they're they're looking for him. So these badass vampires are looking for Bud. The elder vampires. Yeah. So this is when um, Bud is trying to join the union again. And so he enlists his friend, his good friend, Big John. Big John, a.k.a. Snoop Dogg. Which Snoop Dogg does not look bad in cowboy attire. He doesn't. He looks But I like easy. how he still has his, like, his pimp walk. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, walking away. He's, like, walking all cool in this full-on cowboy dress-up. As, as he starts rapping about killing vampires. He does he not. He does not. He should have, though. He should have made a song. No, because like, that's fucking cheesy. No. Eminem did for fucking Venom... Snoop Dogg could have made a song for fucking this. Uh, I day mean, shit. yeah, he could have made like a what an outro or intro song. Yeah, that would have been like cool. Talking about like as in the walk. movie, no, rapping. I was no. like, no, because that's it's a fucking a musical, musical, and no. I hate musicals. No, I'm just saying, like an outro song yeah, while the credits are playing. They did play his song, but it's not one he made, which is stupid. So Snoop Dogg is. What I put here, holy denim. Because <laughs> <laughs> in the t- TV show, he's wearing a long, a long sleeve denim shirt, and then over that is a de- over denim shirt, and then he has a vest on with fringe jeans. Yeah, and denim jeans. And I was like, damn, holy denim, Batman. Um, and so they talk to the guy who is named Seeger, who is the head of the union, and Seeger is against Bud from getting back in there because he's broken so many codes so many codes. so many code His violations fucking file was like that thick and he's like i'm a changed man and he's like i don't eat pork anymore i don't do this and i was like minimal <laughs> white women yeah minimal <laughs> white women at night or some shit minimal white women and it was just funny <laughs> and so this is when we meet dave franco aka seth mm-hmm. so dave franco he's such a cutie i like him better than james sorry james but you're you're your brother's a cutie, even though y'all look the same. Um, and so Dave Franco or Seth is now his union rep. So Seth is, Bud gets into the union again, but there's stipulations. You have to have a union rep with you. If you break codes, then you're, you're out. Done. And you're not going to get a chance again. So um, 
Bud hands in the older vampire's teeth, and he gets paid a lot. It was like ten thousand. Ten thousand dollars. But then he had to pay his union dues, which was five thousand, and then he had up to, from two thousand. Yeah, and so it was just. Then he had to take like fifteen percent off the top for the like their commission, and then they had to do something else, and then he he had a ten dollar joining fee or for so, his for his card. His, yeah, like, oh his, yeah, ten dollar like, for his card. card, and then. Oh, what is it? He, they didn't get their paperwork yet, so he half oh, now, yeah. fifty yeah. half oh, percent that's what now. It was. That's what fifty percent now for until you get the paperwork and then you get that back. I'm like, good luck. So it went down to like twenty five hundred. Jesus. So he got twenty five hundred, but he could get an extra twenty five hundred. So at least like the school could have been paid for. So if he just did his paperwork right then and there, I would have did that shit right then. No, and just like here you go. Oh, Fifi was humping. Fifi was humping. Shot, 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 shot. That's like five shots for Fifi humping. Okay, so now Dave Franco is unhappy because he just bought an ergonomic chair and is wanting that desk job. He doesn't want to be on the field, but he's now on the field, and so he has to follow Bud everywhere he goes. And so he shows up to his storage unit, which is random that he has a storage unit. and That's where he keeps all his like vampire killing stuff. I guess. And he's in a suit, which is juniper green. And or guacamole. <laughs> guacamole. <laughs> and he just is not prepared about what's about to happen. So they both go to um, this bowling alley where they're hunting the young vampires called juvies, juveniles, because they resemble, well, they are children, but they look more dead than alive. Mm-hmm. And so they call them zombies, juvies or something. And so Bud tells Seth to stay in the car. And chill out. And he gave him a gun. He's like, I don't believe in guns. And he like throws it on the dot dash. <laughs> and so. He must be from California. They they, they both are. They are in California. Yeah. yeah. That's right. 100%. Okay. I'm on the same page now. I think. 45 minutes. In. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Bud is killing these juvies. Great. He has a bunch under his belt. But they're not worth a lot. So he has to kill a lot more. And. I wonder He's, how much they're worth. Like hundred, maybe two hundred, maybe two hundred fifty dollars. Like how much are they worth? I wonder. But. He's fighting this one who attacked him, and then this is when Seth comes in, and he's like, yo, man, what's up? And he's like, oh, what do I do? And so he's like, give me the gun. He's like, I don't have it. Like, I left it in the truck. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? And so he's like, give me the shotgun. No. (laughs) And he shoots the vampire, and and then... He shoots, like, behind him to kill the vampire, and he pees himself. Well, he's pointed the gun at him, telling him, if I ask you for the shotgun, you better give me the shotgun or I'm going to kill you. And he's like, duck. Duck. <laughs> duck. What? Duck, you idiot. And he kills a vampire. But, yeah, he, Seth pees himself. Because it's, he's not built for this type of work. Mm-mm. And so he... He's a desk monkey. He's a desk monkey. And so Bud makes him ride in the back of the truck. <laughs> Let it air out. He tells him to put his leg up. Leg up to dry out. Um, Probably smells like fish down there. So we go back to the pawn. This is after uh, Audrey goes to the pawn shop and kills Troy. Troy? Yeah, Troy. Troy. I was going to say Tony. And so because she's looking for Bud and Bud's scent is at that mm-hmm. place and, and so, she found the tooth of, I guess, the young guy? The young one, the yellow teeth one, because he was a smoker. Um, and so he 
they they go there and kill Troy. Oh wait, or was that no? Maybe that was her daughters. I think he. I think no, he the kept... daughter. The daughters was more expensive. That's why he was trying to be go back to the union because the young guys he sold. So the young. Oh, uh, okay. So he sold the young guys to Troy, and he took the two, uh, older the the daughter. Because that's why it was back to the union. Uh, so he was getting a lot more there because gotcha. it was only two thousand dollars for for Troy. Because it was almost an elder. Almost an elder, but. Okay. Um, and so he went back to the pawn shop and. Wait, who was this? Oh, no, that was when they do that. <laughs> this is a little confusing now because Troy's dead. They go back to the pawn shop, and as it turns out, everybody's dead. And, and they ripped out his all of his teeth and spelled oh, bud. Oh, my God. That's fucking rough. I hope he was dead before. I don't think he was. I don't think so either. I don't either. think so. Um, and so now they have to do uh, another kill. So they go to the suburbs and they got a tip off that there were vampires here. And then they run into these brothers. I forgot what their names were. I can't remember their names either. But the two big guys, um, they, they're they there. Let's work together. And so Bud's like, sure, why not? He'll, first he was like, no. But then he said, yeah, sure. Well, good thing they did. Because as they walk in, they killed two kids that are on the couch and everything seems like, quiet. Oh, that was easy. But then they hear something in the walls. And Scratching and shit. It's a hive. And then this is when an onslaught. It of, was like fucking 30 or 40. They killed so many out of everywhere, but it's like that's an easy like that's easy money. They made a lot of. They money. made a lot of money, and so this is when uh, what's the name? Seth tries to kill one vampire while the other guys oh. are like badass, like badassery <laughs> I everywhere. Say he's trying to kill him. He's trying to get Bud to kill him. He's he's. <laughs> The vampire is attacking him, and he has a neck brace on, so they don't bite him. Oh, and, that's right. He did put a neck brace on. Yeah, and, and he gives him a gun, and he's like, shoot where they're going to be, not where they're at, because they move so fast, so mm-hmm. you have to, like, plan it out. But he just, he can't, he's just trying to survive this one, va- like, vampire attack, and they're agile, and she's, like, bending around. Bending all over the place. And I, <laughs> I made the comment, maybe Seth should date her, yeah, because they she's just feisty. Date. See, like, well, I can't say it yet, but yeah, they should have said he should have saved her, just held her hostage and then dated her and then he could be happy. But Mm -hmm. he he has Heather now. He does. Um, So at the end, at the end of this fight, Seth pees himself again. And so now the brothers call him pee pee pants. Yeah, pee pee pants. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like trying to pound him. And the, the guy from Shameless just puts his hand down. <laughs> he's, and like, he's like, yeah, no, no, no. no you're, he's you're like, done. why don't you go clean your dick off? <laughs> oh, uh, shoot. Okay. Poor so Seth. Poor Seth. This is when kind of shit is hitting the fan. Um, uh, Bud brings his daughter to no. a birthday party, but he doesn't want to go because of the situation he's in. Well, yeah, he's in, he in can't hot really, shit right now. He's in hot shit, and he doesn't want to like ha- danger his family. So he brings her to the birthday party, and he gets a phone call halfway through, and it's Audrey saying, yo, I got your fam. Like, Have a nice time at the party. She knows exactly where he, where he is. And so this is when he drags his daughter What's her name? Paige. Paige. Paige away from the party. And so he buckles her up in fucking astronaut buckles. Yeah. yeah, It is ridiculous. Yeah. And so he puts her headphones on and he's telling her, don't look up. Don't do this. 
daddy's gonna do some special driving and so and she starts playing mario, mario kart, kart or something and so she's doing the same moves that he's doing through mario kart where he runs into other cars or he dodges it's like jumps a real life shit. video game and so it was pretty funny and so she's done she wins and she's like you need help winning and so <laughs> light Turn left. Ah, and so, vampire. Vamp. Well, no, she didn't say she, vampire. She vehicle. Car. Car. Yeah. Person. And so, um, there's Fifi again, guys. Take another shot. You're going to be wasted today. Yeah, they're going to be hammered. She is just super needy. why she is super needy tonight. Just because she hasn't seen you in a while. She misses your face. Just pet her. Um, so, then he gets back home, and Audrey's already at his home. With, with her Aud- goons. Her goons. And then... Seth is dead on the floor, as we think. And long story short, watch it for the details. We're not going to get into the nitty gritty. What the, what her plan is to change Paige. And, well, he's going f- uh, to. Bud's going to get basically killed by Seth because, because she Seth turned him turned. into a vampire. She's going to turn the daughter Paige into a vampire and have Paige kill the mother and... Audrey's she says that she's like, well, I wish you can watch it, but you're going to be killed by Seth. So you're not you're going to miss the whole action. And so they leave. He's knocked out. And then when he wakes up, he and Seth wake up at the same time. And Seth is unaware of what's happening. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, what's going what on? What happened? Ah. And so he he gets up and he maybe you should look at your teeth, bro. And so he goes in the mirror. He, he can see himself initially. And his fangs are, he's like, ah. And then he all of a sudden can't see himself. He's like, that's not good. (laughs) And so he is now a vampire and he's freaking out. He's still cool, but he's freaking out a little bit and he smells everything. And all of a sudden he gets hungry and attacks Bud. And then this is when Bud chops off his head. head He's like, fuck man, you're my friend. And all of a sudden fucking Seth comes back to life and his arms are moving, trying to find his head to attach back on. And so he puts it back on, but it doesn't stick. So he has to hold it there and he's having an outer monologue of I I shouldn't wear like I can wear tur- turtlenecks that'll cover it up but it, turtlenecks are not like an all like yeah. year round situation <laughs> he's like, that's not ideal <laughs> it, it was really funny I liked Seth a lot. and he's like they're driving trying to go catch his family he's like just don't go I gotta hold my hand on don't go over big bumps soon as he says that he goes over a big bump and he snaps is like ooh and his head like pops <laughs> off and comes back on and it like jumps jolts forward like it got and it had like, like the kind of like it was holding on to itself it had, what do you call that like uh tendons I don't know. It's like part of his skin that was trying to go back together was like attached when it went apart. That was kind of cool. That was. And so he's trying to figure out shit. I've kind of forgot what happened right after that. And they go back to the apartment. Oh, he goes back to the apartment, his apartment where where Heather is. Heather is because she kind of sold him out. And so he fought her and she's like, listen, this is what happened. So they kind of team up and um seth comes in and he's like what's happening i want to help and he's like not feeling well and so his head falls off heads falls off he drops and he just needed blood and then he he just needed blood to heal he healed really quickly and he is now kind of a billy badass billy badass he gets changed into (laughs) the black and white pullover thing that he wore i thought that was funny it looked good on him yeah he like pulls it over his head when they're going into battle and so he, they go, they're going to rescue Paige and Jocelyn. So they figured out where the tunnels work because Heather is technically the daughter of Audrey. So she was created by her. And so. Well, not like daughter like Daughter, da- vampire daughter. Yeah. 
And so she knows where she is. And Sue's like, yeah, they're going to go there. So I'll show you where that is. And so they get to the main area and there's a shit ton of people and they're shooting and shooting and shooting. And then guess who pulls up? Fucking big dog. Big John. Big dog John comes with a Gatling gun. Snoop Dogg. And so a Gatling gun. I had a question. It looked pretty fucking heavy. I said, how heavy is a Gatling gun? Do you know how heavy it is? Uh, like 500 pounds. Do you think fucking Snoop Dogg could carry 500 pounds like that? 100 pounds. 170 pounds. 170? Holy, that's still pretty fucking heavy. That's me. But I think it also like wraps around like Yeah, but it's still torso. fucking heavy. And he was just walking around like it was made of styrofoam. That one, but I think that was kind of like a mini Gatling gun. Normally Gatling guns are like fucking huge. Right. I don't think his was, <laughs> that sounds really bad. I don't think his is that big. <laughs> it was small. It's small. He had a mini, and mini gun. <laughs> I'm telling Snoop, man. I know, right? He's going to show uh, up at the door. Talk about my dick, man. Yeah. No, yeah. man. No. Do you want some weed? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Uh, so they get the Gatling gun and they pretty much take out all the guys and then they get down to the lower level, kill some more people. Um, Snoop got bit. I don't know if that makes you instantly turn or do you have, I don't understand that. Um, they didn't really kind of, cause he, I thought it, yeah. he gets bit, they're fighting, he gets bit and then he pushes Bud forward to save his family, but he locks him out and he does this UV bomb, which is cool as fuck. Yeah. And... The question I have is: Is he gonna, is he a vampire now? Because he pops up at the end. Spoiler alert: He pops yeah, up. Yeah, he end. pops up out of, out of the. They thought he, he was, was dead. dead, but then he pops up at the end out of a sewage great great, and he just says like, "That's why I like L.A. because of vampires." But I thought he was gonna do like a vampire thing, or like or his eyes or glow, his or eyes something. glow. But you don't see that, so I don't know if he because she just bit his neck off and he covered it up. So, but I, I don't know. I don't know if he turned or not. I don't think he did. I hope he did, because then he's gonna be like Seth, and it's gonna be even like more badass. It's gonna be yeah. harder to kill. Yeah. But okay, so they rescue everybody and they kill Audrey, and everybody's happy. That's like the that's like yeah. how it worked out. Everybody's happy, and then Jocelyn and Bud are gonna get back together, slowly start dating again, and see how it goes. Um, but no more lies. No more lies. Now he doesn't have to lie, but it's. Uh, Watch it. You'll get more details at the end. I don't like giving too many details at the end because I'm like, you need to watch it. Yeah, just like we don't want to like ruin, ruin the end for y'all. But but uh, Sue, I liked. I really liked it. I'm so gonna give it a ten for sure. I'll give it a nine point five. Yay! Nice, nice. I'm gonna give nice, it a nine point five because I had a question and I forgot what the question was. What's the question? <laughs> like at the, at the beginning when we were talking about it, I had a question and you're like, oh, I don't know. Oh, anyway, I remember. I fucking I'm That's not. That's why you write it down, babe. All right, so you have a notepad for nine point five and a ten. So this was actually really good on both parts. It was interesting. It had a good yeah. Plot. Like from the very beginning, there was action. There was like car chases. And there it was, was funny. Gunfights, See, there was this funny. is this is an action movie I liked because it was funny. Yeah. It's like if it's just like action, just for the sake of action. I think you just like Seth peeing his pants. That was hilarious. I love him <laughs> oh, so much. Oh, we didn't much. say like. Oh, he turned. Yeah, when he turned into a vampire, like he was helping them fight at the end. And he's then like, he's like, yeah, I didn't piss my pants this time. And then the like Heather, Heather was, was like, like you don't vampires don't pee or poop. And he's, and he's like, like just, just give me this, this one. <laughs> of course you can. That was really funny. That was funny. <laughs> All right. So 
Fifi is just really attention-y today. She's in it. Go lay down now. Now. She's super sad and she looks over her shoulder like we're killing her. Sorry, folks. Um, So we're going to move on. Um, They're pretty much the same length. Who cares? Give me one. Get that one because I want to do the first one because these are the okay. So we are doing unsolved mysteries, and so I mentioned this I think last episode. We are gonna do probably more in the future of unsolved mysteries because there's a shit ton of unsolved mysteries that are just super fascinating, and these are the ones I fucking know about. So I can talk about these forever, but I probably won't. I'll try not to. Um, and so I'm gonna cite my source. I got this off of Parade.com. So Parade had all these lovely stories, and these were longer. I just took snippets out to make it shorter for us so we don't mm-hmm. have to sit here and read for five hours that's fine um so i will start us off and we are going to be which one this first one actually recently got solved um mm. so the body on Summerton beach in 1948 uh december 1948 a body was found on Summerton beach in adelaide australia the body was a man who was dressed impeccably in a suit and polished shoes and his head was slumped against the wall authorities thought the cause of death was heart failure or more likely poisoning but no trace of poison was found in the autopsy no identification and no one came to claim the body so this one is more so in depth because there's a lot of puzzle pieces that i didn't put in there like he in his suit there was a in a pocket it had like some words in another language and it came from a book that was found in this guy's taxi and then this woman saw the body and she freaked out but she said no i don't know who that is even though she freaked out which she obviously did um but more recently it turned out this guy is from i think he was from melbourne but his family just assumed he ran away because he was kind of sketchy like that like he just mm-hmm. randomly disappeared and just never showed up again um his name was like charles weber i believe so they figured out who it was and yeah, but that that was a, an unsolved mystery for a very, very long time. Okay, but what's the cause of death? <laughs> we don't know. He's still, we don't know his death. Like, he just died. Oh, well, it's still an unsolved mystery. Though. And he had, like, a code in his pocket, too. There was, like, something on the back of a piece of paper, and it, it was, like, a code, and people tried to crack it, and nobody, nobody still knows what it means. Wow. It's crazy. Maybe he's from, uh, maybe he's, um, um, what do you call it? Um, Zodiac? No. Um, we go back in time. Like fucking... Time travel? Time travel. Maybe he's a time traveler. Maybe. Uh, so... got The Zodiac Killer. In the late 1960s... In the late 1960s... Sorry, I've had one beer that's 12.2%. So oh my God. I might be slurring. <laughs> 1960s and early 1970s, a serial killer known as the Zodiac Killer terrorized Northern California. I don't know it was California. Mm-hmm. Actually, oh, it was all Zodiac. Of- I'm thinking of um, the one that was killing the women. Uh, Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. That's what I was thinking of. Um, there were at least five victims, but later on, the murderer would claim he killed at least 37 people in total. The Zodiac Killer would write notes and code using the police to never write notes in code causing the police to never decode it. The true identity of the killer was never, has never been found. The one who the one was a big case. Wait, this one was, this a- one was a big case and a lot of the information on it too much to list out here. 
That's what I wrote because it was like there was a lot of information on this. So this Zodiac Killer would kill pretty much anybody and everybody. And he, he had like an MO, but I can't remember exactly what it is. But there's a lot of theories out there that it was a guy who traveled around the United States who was actually uh, there was like Texarkana, you know, like don't go out after dusk or something there was a movie about it where like it was kind of like the texas chainsaw massacre guy Mm -hmm. he he had the same mo as a zodiac killer and so they're trying to see if that was connected because they still don't have the texarkana killer either Mm. so it's just it's like a lot of connections and then there's this other one guy who this other guy up in uh the midwest like in wisconsin and illinois ohio iowa areas they he did a lot of killings and he was obsessed with the zodiac killer and his daughter remembers him watching the TV show. And he's like, that's not how it happened when they were talking about the Zodiac Killer. And he was screaming at the TV saying like, that's not how it happened. That's not right. And the daughter just remembers him freaking out about the Zodiac Killer. Oh, shit. So I, I highly think that is that guy, but they caught him. But anyway. All right. Moving on. Another favorite of mine. Um, the Strange Disappearance of D.B. Cooper. On Wednesday... Excuse me. On Wednesday, November 24th, 1971, a man identified as Daniel Cooper bought a $20 one-way ticket on a Northwest Airlines flight 305 from Portland, Oregon to Seattle, Washington. How much should it cost now, you may ask? I did the math already. I had to change out the airline because Northwest Airlines no longer operate. So I did Alaska Airlines and from Portland, Oregon to Seattle, Washington, a one-way ticket costs $169. Oh, nice. So that's not too bad. That's inflation for you. Um, Cooper <laughs> how much was, was it before? $20. Oh, wow. <laughs> Cooper was described as being in his mid-40s, wearing a business suit, an overcoat, brown shoes, and a white shirt, and a black tie. He also carried a briefcase in a brown paper bag. After the plane was airborne, Cooper handed the flight attendant a note. At first, she just put it in her pocket without looking at it. But then Cooper told her, Miss, you better look at that note. I have a bomb. He wanted $200,000 in $20 bills and four parachutes and a fuel truck to refuel the plane. Long story short, they landed, all passengers got off, and he was given the money, and the plane is refueled and back in the air. He then jumps and is never seen from again. So. What? Yeah, he jumped from a plane. Why get $20,000 and fuel in the plane then? He had parachutes. He survived. They never found him. So the money's oh, gone. Like he got away. He got is away. What you're saying. Oh. So he had four parachutes, and so it was just crazy because they never figured out who it was. They she, she saw him. She knew what he looks like. They have pictures of him, and it's this guy in a baseball cap, and he has glasses on. It's crazy, and so. That is why, you know, in planes where you can't open it once it's sealed from the inside, you have to wait until somebody opens it on the outside. I think that's called a Cooper lock now because of him. Because now he, nobody can jump from those planes. I've never heard that. You work on planes. I don't know. What is like. I don't think that's a thing. I, it is a thing. most of the time you can always open it from the inside. Emergency style. Yes. No, you can't open it in the air from the inside because there's too much pressure. But anyway, there was something that was created after this so that this would not happen again. So whatever it was, there's a lock or something special on it that. Well, I mean, you have to like on the inside. I don't know what plane this was, but the ones now like you have to, you know, turn it over. It has to unlock the door lifts up and it pushes out. But I mean, there's too much pressure on there. You can't even open the door. Okay. 
Like, if know. it's that high in the air. I'll look this up later. I don't know. Uh, let's see. The case of John Benet Ramsey. <laughs> One of my favorites. On December 26, 1996, in Boulder, Colorado, Patsy Ramsey, that's interesting, Patsy Ramsey, claimed to have discovered a ransom note for her six year old daughter, John Benet Ramsey, on the back staircase inside the Ramsey home. Yeah, that's not sketch at all. The only <laughs> people inside the house were John Ramsey, her father, Patsy, her mother, and her brother, Burke. Oddly enough, John Benet's body was found inside the home in the utility room in the basement less than eight hours later. The body was found by John and duct tape was found across her mouth and a smooth, a smooth cord around her neck. When police arrived, it was suspected that the crime scene was heavily compromised due to multiple people arriving at the scene. The people, the wow, the <laughs> police had also claimed that they had not searched the house after Patsy initial call because there was no reason to believe that John Benet was in the house. Her death was ultimately ruled a homicide. The autopsy stated that John Benet's official cause of death was asphyxia, asphyxiation. Um, by strangulation associated with craniocerebral trauma. Good so job. So got hit in the head, I guess. Yeah. Today, the crime is un- is still unresolved, unsolved, and remains an open investigation with the Boulder Police Department. So, do you remember this one when you were a kid? Well, yeah. Yeah, okay, so John Bonnet Ramsey was a uh, little pageant girl. Yeah, a little pageant child And star. so, there's so many theories about it, it has to be an inside job. Like, it has to be. Because the there was a couple of theories around it that their mom, her mom was really upset with her because John Jean Benet didn't wanna do pageants anymore, but her mom wanted to do it. And then Jean Benet kept on peeing the bed and so she kept on getting really upset with her. And so out, out of a fit of rage, her mom accidentally hits her in the head or something. Um, so that's a theory, allegedly, that's a theory. And then the other alleged theory is uh, Burke did it. And so, because the contents of her stomach are pineapples and cream, I believe, and that was what, what Burke was eating the day before, the night before, and she apparently stole, like, one of his pineapples, pineapples. and he, there was a hammer near it, or a flashlight or something, and he hit her in the head with a flashlight and killed her accidentally. So, that's the theory that happened, and so... But it says... Burke. But it says... Uh... Affixation by a stranger late. So he hit her in the head, hit her in the head, and she wasn't dead. And so she was dying. There was no way to fix her. And so they think the mom. Oh, like finished her off. Finished her off and hit her in the basement. And so, and there's just like a lot of things like on, um, on, and that's why we drink. They do a really good episode on, on this one where she talks about how when they were on the phone with the police, they were trying to keep her on there. But she was like talking on the side to people and a little boy asked in the background, oh, like he didn't, he said something, but the mom was like, look what you made it, like, look what you did. And she said that to like one of the people in the background Mm -hmm. and you can hear it on the 911 call. And so it's like shit like that. That's like super, I don't know. Well, it's obviously an inside job. Like no one broke in because there would have been. Um, force entry. So, but the thing is also, they say somebody broke in in the basement because the husband constantly forgot his keys and so he would climb through the basement window to get inside. So the window was broken and he just never fixed it. 
Well, that's dumb. Like the door, like the latch was broken or yeah. something, so he could easily get in. But you wouldn't know that unless you knew that was broken. And then also, there's I'm sure there's a door that goes into the main house. They would, I would hope, keep that locked. Right. So and it's so, obviously an inside job. It's just a lot of stuff. So that one was one of my favorite ones. Um, yeah, it's fucked up. It's killing a six-year-old like that. That's, uh, when I say it's my favorite one, it's, I find it fascinating. Uh, the next one, the Black Dahlia murder. On January 15th, 1947, the remains of a 22-year-old Elizabeth Short, a.k.a. the Black Dahlia, was found on the block of 3800 South Norton Avenue in Los Angeles. The body was cut in half and so pale and drained of blood that the woman who found the body mistook it as a mannequin at first. Okay. The body was cut with a surgical with surgical precision. Sorry, it's too far away. Leaving no trauma to internal organs and bones. Her face was also cut from the mouth to the ears, leaving an eerie permanent smile. There was no blood on the ground, making it believed that the body was moved after she had been murdered. Mm-hmm. No one has been caught or charged. Damn. So they they have theories. There's one theory. That there was this random police officer who was thought possibly to do it, but he's dead, so we can't like really figure it out. But the thing that leaves everybody kind of questioning it, it has surgical precision. Like no internal organs were fucked with. Like nothing. No. Yeah. Sm- how do you cut someone in half without damaging internal organs? Really, really. Well. That's impossible. I Unless don't you're know. cutting. No, because you would still hit uh, the intestines. I don't know. I just know that she was cut in half and she had a permanent smile on her face, which is fucking creepy. There's pictures online, too. See it. I want to see that. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe it was like a... Maybe it's an alien thing. Maybe. No, no, probably not. But... I mean, how do you cut a body in half without damaging internal organs? Well, there's theories that it could have been like a a sketchy dentist. It could have been like anybody. Like any doctor back then is sketchy enough. Yeah, but I don't know if you're understanding what i'm asking how do you cut a body in half without cutting the internal organs i don't know i have said that i don't know impossible no it's possible you can just separate it from where it's like like pull them yeah from oh okay uh let's see chicago tylenol murders never heard of this one on September 29, 1982, seven people in the Chicago area invested poisoned Tylenol pills, consequently collapsing and dying shortly after. The victims included 12-year-old Mary Kellerman, 27, oh, 27-year-old Mary, wow, that's a lot of Marys. Oh, <laughs> that's what wait. I said. <laughs> oh, I was like, are they all Marys? Yeah, that's three Marys. Mary Rayner Rinner, and then 31-year-old Mary McFarlane. 35-year-old Paula Prince, 27-year-old Adam Janus, and 25-year-old Stanley Janus. Okay, I guess they're brothers. And 19-year-old Teresa Janus. Okay, wow. Um, Edmund Donahue asked Fissos to smell the bottles, and Fissos replied that that they both smelled like almonds, uh, cyanide. Mm -hmm. Oh, I said it right. Look at me. (laughs) Uh, The blood test on all the victims showed that they had taken a dose 100 to 1,000 times a lethal amount. To this day, no suspect has ever been charged or convicted of the poisonings. Wow. That's just crazy. Mm -hmm. I've heard that story before, and it's just kind of weird because it's in how it was. It was just one bottle in different stores, and if you're the unlucky one. 
to buy that one bottle. That's why now they have those uh, tamper-proof things on mm-hmm. top of it. Um, <laughs> I just was thinking of something funny where the, the police are investigating it, and the police officer's like, man, I have a headache. Oh, there's Tylenol. Like, <laughs> <And> takes it. <laughs> like, Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, right, right. Oh, shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about my headache. My bad. All right. This is, I have to say, probably my all-time favorite mystery. Which is? about to tell you which is the disturbing death of elisa lamb on january 26 2013 21 year old canadian tourist elisa lamb checked into the cecil hotel in downtown los angeles when she never checked out on february 1st nor had any contact with her parents the los angeles police department was contacted on february 19th 18 days from the last time she was seen lamb's body was found floating and naked in a water tank on the roof of the cecil hotel Her body was found due to hotel guests complaining about the water's pressure. A couple even reported that the water was coming out black and had a bad taste. According to the hotel's... According to the hotel's manager, when a lamb first checked in, she was staying in a hostel-style room with other travelers, but later was moved to her own private room due to complaints from her roommates about odd behavior. The last time she was seen was on a surveillance footage on the hotel's elevator. No answers as to why she died or what really happened. So this one is one of my favorites because on YouTube, you can see this. You can see her in the elevator acting fucking weird. So she she pushes the button. The elevator doesn't do anything. And she like pokes her head out and she like looks around like somebody's there. And then her arms are doing like this weird thing. I'll show you later. It's so messed up. And then it's... They don't have any other surveillance cameras. And so you just see the elevator and then she leaves. And then she, what happens is like, I I didn't put it in here where um, it was really the rooftop door was supposed to be locked. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but it wasn't because I guess like the staff go up there to smoke or something. Um, But what, what they found was when they went to the water tank, they found she had taken off her clothes, folded them, and put them, or somebody did, put the clothes next to the water tank, and she jumped in. Like, she was in there floating around, mm. naked, absolutely naked. And it's just like, there's so many theories. Like, did she just kind of have a psychotic break, or was there a murderer there, and they just threw it in there? Or was just, she possessed? Was she possessed? There was just so many questions that I just find stupid fascinating. Like, I just, I love listening about that case, because... I feel bad that she died. She was so young, but what the fuck happened? Mm-hmm. That I'll show you. The, remind me to show you the video of that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Okay. Uh, let's. <clears throat> I'm not even gonna say that. The unsolved Hinterkaifeck murders. Hinterkaifeck. On the evening of March 31st, 1922, on Hitter, I'm just gonna say Hitter Farm in Bov. Bavaria, Germany, six residents were murdered with a pickaxe. Ow. (laughs) Jesus. Ow. (laughs) Ow. The victims included husband and wife and Andreas and some. Wow. Something Gruber. uh, Their widowed daughter, Victoria Gabriel, Victoria's children, who has the same name as, I guess, the wife. Salzia and Joseph and the family's maid Maria Bumgarner. Two-year-old Joseph was killed in his crib. Jesus. And Maria was killed in her bed while the rest of the family was then murdered 
uh, murdered in the barn and stacked on top of each other. Mm -hmm. Upon a discovery, authorities concluded that the murderer actually lived on the farm for six days after they committed the crime. Wow. Despite uh, repeated arrests, no murderer has ever been found, and the files were closed in 1955, and the house was demolished. Yeah, that one's really Damn. crazy because what they had found out, because normally nobody questioned it because they didn't see the family very often. Mm -hmm. And so what they realized were if the animals weren't fed, but they, were, they live on a farm, so they have a bunch of animals. All the animals were well-fed taken care of so the person who did these murders took care of the house like they did cleaning they took care of the animals took care of the animals like they shit in the pots like like what you're supposed they did back then whatever like the chamber pots or whatever it was just left like everybody so it must have been a family member that was fed up with their shit or something maybe but it, the thing is the whole family died the whole, whole all of the family died so who could have done it who did it Mm, who done it? Who done it? The baby. Um, no, the baby was killed too. I did it to himself. Pickaxed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they probably couldn't even pick up a pickaxe. At yeah, two I years barely old. pick up a pickaxe. <laughs> um, okay, so last one, and you actually mentioned this earlier. Do you remember what you said earlier today? Yeah, a little bit before when we. I. Oh. Uh, uh, um. Uh, uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I'm going to get it eventually. Uh, Jack the Ripper. Yep. Um, and did <laughs> you know why the they called it Jack? I told you this before, too, and I think it was on the podcast. No, I don't remember. So back in the day, um, you know how we call people John Doe and Jane Doe? Mm -hmm. Jack was a, just a, a generic. Na generic name that they used for anything like that. So mm -hmm. Jack of all trades, Jack the Ripper kind of thing. So they used Jack. Mm -hmm. All right. they use John the Ripper? They used Jack. Um... <laughs> Jack. <laughs> in 1888, in foggy, dark streets of East End of London, better known as the Whitechapel District, lived a serial killer that would go down in history as Jack the Ripper. Even though the Whitechapel District was known for its violence and crime, the string of murders conducted by Jack the Ripper would terrorize the public like no one has seen before. He was described as a madman with no clear motive, even though the most famous murders only included five. Um, known as the Canical, canonical, 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 cannibal. There's no B. <laughs> <laughs> Many theories, theories suggest that he claimed the lives up to 11 women. So first and foremost, um, it is very true. They've only kind of concluded that Jack the Ripper killed five. Um, but every time I think of Jack the Ripper, I just think it's like hundreds. Yeah, right. Hundreds. But there's so many theories about this because first and foremost, um, these were only prostitutes or uh what is it called? Sex workers. Mm -hmm. So they, uh, Jack the Ripper killed sex workers only. And it was like a certain time of night. And so there's a couple things that they think it was. They thought it was like either a priest or some, somebody that just kind of was like, oh, I'm going to save your life, whatever kind mm -hmm. of thing. And then the other theory I really like is actually wasn't a man at all. It was a woman. And it was supposed to be a midwife because. Her husband. No. Oh. It was just a midwife who was Jack the Ripper. They just don't know. Because there was like some evidence that there was like female evidence on something that mm. made it known, I guess. And so it was female. And they think it might be a female. But like we'll never know because this was back in 1888. Yep. That's definitely never going to get solved. 
Unless something randomly pops up, but I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. It's been that long? Yeah, no. Um, The Ghost Ship of Mary Celeste. I like this one, too. On December 4th, 1872, a British-American ship called the Mary Celeste was found abandoned and floating in the Atlantic Ocean. It was found to be perfectly seaworthy and with its cargo fully intact, except for a lifeboat, which it appeared had been boarded and in orderly fashion. But why? We may never know because no one on board was ever heard from again. So a cruise ship, which holds hundreds of thousands of people... What year was it? 1872. It's a cruise ship, it said, right? Um, it doesn't say anything about a cruise ship or what anything. What is this? Mary uh, Celeste something. It just says, uh, the ghost ship of Mary Celeste. A British ship called the Mary Celeste was found abandoning floating in the Atlantic Ocean. Okay, but the crazy thing is, even if it was just uh, the I mean, the it had cargo on it, so it cargo, could have been a cargo ship. S- cargo and staff... Like, the staff alone would need more than one lifeboat. And they'd only use one lifeboat. To get away. I thought it was saying they... uh, Uh, It was found to be perfectly seaworthy and a car was fully intact, except for a lifeboat, which it appeared had been boarded in an orderly fashion. So there's no sign of distress. It's crazy. What happened? Were they abducted by aliens? Like that movie, the... Isn't that kind of... Is that what that's pertaining to? The ghost ship? The movie, The Ghost Ship? Maybe. But like that, it was like supposed to be like, because there was people on there, but like there was ghosts on the ship and they like basically murdered everybody. Maybe that should be a but movie because I've never seen that. Uh, but this, this doesn't seem like, this seemed like everybody just disappeared. I just feel like it's very Bermuda Triangle-y because Bermuda Triangle is whack. But isn't Bermuda Triangle like northeast of Cuba or somewhere over so there? So it's, it's Bermuda, the Key West... And I think it is Cuba. Like, it makes a triangle. Yeah, that triangle right there. Yeah. Good That's job, a, babe. You know who that is. Yeah, I know where the Buna Triangle is. Because I've seen a picture of it. And I've seen a legit picture where they show everything where it's supposed to be. Not have a little fucking corner map that's like, oh, this is Hawaii or some shit. How do you really feel about that? Yeah, fuck those books in the history. That It fucked me up. It I fucked just me look up. at a globe once. Just once. I hate you. Okay. <laughs> well that was really entertaining for me i like that i love Unsolved well we're Mysteries. gonna keep it going we're gonna do two ten like every month so april's coming up so we got another 10 it coming. is april today happy april fool's day happy april we're fool's recording day. this very early so yeah mm-hmm. anyway um that was fun our next episode i get the movie you get the topic so my movie you're probably gonna hate it but i still probably. love it um, it's Dybbuk Box, a Chris Chambers story. It is found on Tubi. Oh, isn't that about the about the Dybbuk Box? Why would uh, I hate it? I don't know. I just I like that movie. I've seen it like five or six times already. Of course, you would watch it again. Um, and my topic is like worse uh, TSA airplane stories. Airplane like airplane moments, slash like stupid for- moments or whatever. Because well, I'm not gonna say because I'm gonna keep that for the. I actually had one. In per- well, I didn't do it. It was a lady that was there, but I have a story of my own that I'm going to say, fucking stupid, this lady is. 
So stupid. Anyway. People are not smart, and it hurts my brain. But anyway, um, so let's run through it. Uh, it. We hope you like us. Please rate and review. That really helps us out. We appreciate it. Um, if you hate us, please still give us that five star, but then write a terrible review. That's totally yep. fine, and we'll read it online. Mm-hmm. But we just mm-hmm. need those five stars, please. And then you can also, uh, We're Not Qualified is coming up, so you know what to do. Write us um, at We're Not uh, we're not Qualified, infothenight69 at gmail.com, or go to our website, infothenightpodcast.com, and just click on the contact us and you can write us there as well and we will get that you can include any stories that you have any confessions any advice questions that are the worst things that you've ever done i don't care so just send us something and it'll be fun and we can read them online uh on on the podcast but what else can you find on our website lur our merchies and patreon why do you say it weird every single time because that's how it's pronounced Patreon. So, um, but other than that, we hope we gave you a reason to stay in for the night. And until next time, peeps. Oh, me? Peace out.